Do you get a lot of people that ask you, you know, it's 2000, now it's 2023, you know, September 11th happened, 2001, it's been 20 plus years. Do you get people asking you like, like, why are you still researching this? What more can we learn from this event that happened so long ago now? Yes, I get this uh, now more than ever because of the the time period we're in. Mm -hmm. And um, I wish I started my channel 10 years ago. I would have had more attention to it, but better late than never. But I'm not doing this for popularity, actually. I knew going into this subject when I opened up viral media back in 2017 that I was coming very late. Mm -hmm. And uh, but I do it only because um, when I hear, for example, the phone call of Kevin Cosgrove, who is located in the North Tower on the 108th floor, and you can hear the horrifying screams of that phone call when the roof starts caving in on him and the tower collapses. And I'm trying, what I'm trying to do with my minuscule channel at best is try to raise, raise awareness with the public consciences about the actual conspiracies involved with this crime and the information that is actually not public to you or not made available to you in the way it should be by the, uh, the federal government or, or, or legacy media. There's a mixture of both worlds. Um, I tend not to go with what they call the official narrative, whatever that is. Uh, I, I always ask people what the official narrative is, and I get various answers to it, so I always ask that. And also, I don't cater to the more ridiculous theories attributed to it, which has basically hurt, uh, say, the 9-11 truth movement in the public consciousness when people say, for example, that there were no planes in the sky or that the hijackers are still alive. Uh, there's various ridiculous theories. And what this does basically just caters to a small fringe popularity, but also dissuades from having anybody else want to do anything with it because of the ridiculous nature involved with it, because they already generalize and say, wow, that's what the 9-11 truth movement's about. So it basically hurts the truth movement in the public, in the public eye. And so what I try to do is bring back a lot of sensibility by just providing information. In fact, it could be any point in history um, that every person on the face of this earth has a duty to basically um, inform the public about what is right and what is wrong, what's moral and what's unsound. And you would hope that everybody or the, the most of everybody would basically agree with this perception, but unfortunately it's not, especially with 9-11. Basically, you have two competing parties, and that is a uh, almost like the debunkers and truthers war. The debunkers generally go by the very basic official narrative story where the truthers go on um, the fringe aspect of the truth movement, uh, basically pertain to the more ridiculous theories. And they have the biggest voices. And so this actually reflects to them to the outside. And when they see this, the public basically say, well, it's a mess. I don't want nothing to do with it. If we had a lot of people basically that just catered to their uh, outside of their own biases and worldviews and just report the facts, the information, we wouldn't be having this problem. In fact, we wouldn't be having 
most of much problems that we face today. And so yeah, I try to be as unbiased, unblemished, undeterred in regards to reporting information. In fact, I'm very bland. That's why I don't I'm not I'm not sexy enough to the public, <laughs> but I'm just right for certain people to basically say, all right, you know, this guy, hopefully that's what I'm seen to be. I, I don't know what I am to the public, but I'm hoping that's the view that they take me that, oh, this guy, you know, he's straight edge. He's reputable. And that's what I strive for. I strive for uh, the victims of 9-11 and I strive for informing the public, uh, which is my my duty to do.